0: This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates, ang realtor na Bato. When buying or selling your home, call Leo Bato. He has years of experience in real estate, showing honesty and integrity in every transaction. He's a person you can definitely trust. So book your appointment with Leo Bato today by giving him a call at 818-648-4837 or by visiting him on the web At www.leobato.realtor.com This episode is brought to you by Aba E-Services and Binalot Los Angeles.
1: And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, a privilege, an honor. Let's all give a big round of applause. Miss Philippines USA, second runner-up. Miss Congeniality, Miss Best in Swimsuit, Miss, we'll let her do all the other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Samantha Frank. Hi. Is it the wave? Did you just do the wave? I
2: just did a little wave. It's not like the wave. The you know. wave. I don't have a wave. I don't think we practice that.
1: Because <laughs> normally it's like, here's the wave. No, it's another wave. Yeah, no,
2: I just do a little.
1: Okay, put your um, mic closer. Yeah, I, I mean, or, or put the mic closer to you. Okay. Better. Yeah, yeah that there works. you go. I, like I, was, that. I was gonna ask you, um, what's it like competing? Was this your first competition, Miss Philippines USA, your first um, pageant?
2: I've never done a pageant before. So, yes, this was my first pageant. It was um, kind of a spur of the moment decision. I kind of go off things uh, based on like energy. So, like, I truly felt a passion when I would watch, uh, like, Catriona and Pia, like, be crowned, you know? And it's something that I saw myself definitely being or having the capabilities to do something like that. So, when I'm watching them do it, I feel what they're feeling. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like that.
1: So And then you seeked an organization like uh, the Miss Philippines USA pageantry or what happened? I mean... And the reason why I'm asking it this way is because, when when we think of something, like do we do we wait for it to come to us or do we seek it so that it can be ours? What's your story?
2: Well, well, like the real story that I haven't talked talked about publicly. So this
1: is privileged.
2: Yeah, this is like private information, I guess that hasn't okay. like it hasn't been on like social media or anything. But okay, I was I was manifesting for quite some time like heavily about new beginnings. New beginnings. I was manifesting about those um I okay, there's kind of like a little background story to it, so I'll talk about that. Yeah. I it was my senior year and um I was starting to apply to colleges, you know? Um I was getting good grades for that reason. I was hoping to go to a good school, um get in somewhere that I really wanted to go to. I've been looking at colleges my entire life. Um, And my father asked me this question. And he said, do you need to go to college?
1: Wasn't that, you know, he just took the burden off of you.
2: Kind of. He was, he knew I was pursuing social media for the past couple years prior to that. Right. And I guess he, in asking me that question, he saw potential in me he did you know, he, uh, for sure because if he didn't think i could do well without college like he probably wouldn't have asked me yes but also the key difference between need and want, want really got me there they really got me there because i was like wow if he asked me do i want to go to college i would have said yes help me apply like please like i yes. want i've been wanting to go you know this but the fact that he said need it really changed everything even the
1: perspective right it made you think it really
2: made me think do i need to go to college well i don't know i go i go to colleges now and film youtube videos (laughs) and all the and me and my friends kind of just troll them it's really bad but anyways (laughs) we're kind of like wow you guys really spend 60 grand a year to sit and watch this guy talk about nothing you take you take i don't even know what kind of class and you're trying to learn business anyways we my friends and i we have this perspective why are you learning something from someone who hasn't been able to accomplish what you want to right so if you want to accomplish something you should be talking to if you want to be a billionaire talk to a billionaire about how they became a billionaire true if you want to go to college and become a college professor go talk to a college professor
1: you're right which is why elon musk um built his own school for his own kids.
2: Actually, that's the first I'm hearing of that. Wow.
1: Because he's like, why am I sending my kids to schools where the teachers aren't successful? Because Yeah,
2: they're successful. They're doing great things. I love teachers because I have so much respect for them. They don't get enough credit. Yes. Um, but I think that also they have they have a good place in this world. They need they teachers know that they that we need more teachers. That's why they become teachers. And I think that everybody has their own purpose. But I also think that, uh, where was I going with that? Um, no, you
1: were going with, a, do you need to go to college? And then you had this perspective and on all that. And you were starting, yes. you manifested everything in your...
2: Well, yeah, I was kind of getting off track there. No, but no, no, no,
1: no. You are definitely I'm on, definitely still there? Okay. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I can bring you back to... Yeah, research. I got
2: you. <laughs> but this is
1: nice. What you're talking about is nice and important. And, yes. and the reason why I'm saying this is, if I may share, I have a little boy who went to private school all his elementary life. And I said, you're going to public school for high school. And he said, I don't want to go to public school. I want to go to private school. And I'm like, then you're going to have to work for it because mm-hmm. I'd rather save the money to send you to college. Of course. And and now he's on a full scholarship for, for high school. For private school. For private school.
2: Yeah. When people work for things, they truly have a determination. And that's why when my father asked me, do you need to go to college? I said, no. And I stopped applying. I didn't do a single thing. I continued to get good grades. I finished my high school year. I could have went to any college I wanted to by the end of it. But I did it. I got those good grades simply because I wanted to. Because I know I have a higher potential. And I want to be able to reach that. So knowing I wasn't going to college didn't mean I didn't want to get good grades. Or be a student that would just fail out. Because they they don't even need their college degree. But I wanted to be able to say that I could go to any college I wanted to. By the way.
1: If I may, um, and I, you know, uh, how do I say this? And correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, you can go to to any college you want to go to. I, I hope that you're. She's not coming across as you know overconfident or not, because you've proven at a very young age you've proven a lot of things in life that other people haven't even accomplished at my age, and and you're 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 actually being very humble about it. Um, I appreciate that. I mean, I've, I, like, people don't know what you and your friends have done, especially as influencers on the space on on this YouTube platform and all that stuff. And I, it was so nice because backstage, I was talking to you about, it and you just, like, I've seen some YouTube videos, and you didn't go, "Oh yeah, did you like it?" You were just like, "Oh." <laughs>
2: well, I don't really like mostly about that. I. I say I could have gone into any college I wanted to because I really worked towards that. Yeah. My whole life I was always like, okay, I want to be able to reach my fullest potential, get into the colleges I wanted to. But the fact that I worked for those grades and then I didn't even apply to the colleges or um, have to get in is kind of just like interesting to me because I could still reach my fullest potential in a separate journey.
1: And you know what you have based on talking to you and... um you wanting to go to college, no, you wanting to get good grades and you actually grasping what your father said when he asked you if you need to go to college, it's called critical thinking. And that's what you have.
2: Interesting. Because I could see that moment. I was literally sitting on my bed on my laptop (laughs) and I had like, I had, I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called College Board or something. I was literally applying to colleges and I was like, okay, the first part, the first piece of information i needed i called my dad into my room and then he asked me that question it went very quickly like i started applying to colleges and then i wasn't so that's kind of the funny thing to me because that split decision really changed my entire life it's a different journey that i'm taking now and i'm, Any I'm very thankful I, my one thing in life is that i never want to have a single regret ever like so no because mm. i've i've seen the college experience i've partaken in slight things as in like staying in a dorm room for a weekend and hanging out with my friends but i could not see myself being there for 4 years like 4 Ooh. years of your life i could have made a whole million dollars yeah so i i really like i'm really proud of me and my friends specifically and anyone who said no to college too and took the chance on themselves because it's a huge leap of faith. I've seen people look at me differently because I don't do school, especially in the Filipino culture. I love everyone, but they really like they value education so much and I do as well. But I truly believe that if you need the education, like if you're going into the medical field or something, that's very important. Right. But if you don't need college and you don't need college in order to be successful. And that's actually a question I got during my pageant. It was really funny because I think I'm, one of the only girls who doesn't do school, um, as in taking a college degree or wanting one. And I got the I got the one question about college and do you need college <laughs> to be successful in life? So I think that was also like, God, really moving mountains for me at that point because I gave a good answer. You know what I mean? It got me into I think it got me into my top five.
1: And you were you were honest with your answer. That's that's the beauty of um of what was You know, can you imagine your dad asked you a question and during the pageant, that question could have been asked to any other girls, but they asked you.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And the answer that you gave was not cliche. I guess people, yeah, college was important. you said that.
2: Also, a funny thing, I don't... um, Yeah, I think I can talk about this. Yeah! It's just like, um, I appreciate one certain person who... um, reached out to me after the pageant he was a judge um am i allowed to say his name yeah oh so ben baller is a great man he's very supportive he um was rooting for me throughout the pageant and no bias to anything he gave everybody whatever they deserved i'm sure of it but um after the pageant he reached out to me and he said your answer on college. Wow. Something like that. Like I, I could quote it, but I'm not going to do that because (laughs) I'm not going to tell people that I can truly remember what he said to me, but I just did. So, um, but yeah, he was just proud of my answer because he himself didn't go to, oh no, no, he did go to college. I'm so sorry. Um, he said something along the lines of like, if I didn't go to college, like, I'm sure I could have done Great things too, you know. Um, at a sh- at an earlier time in my life, but basically he was agreeing with my answer, and just that enough made me proud of my answer and where I was in the pageant, and right. The results and everything. Um, by the way, I can say my results now myself. Um, hi, I'm Samantha Frank. I am Miss Philippines USA second runner-up, Miss Congeniality, Best in Swimsuit, and <laughs> Miss USA Ambassador 2022, 2021, 2021. Hey, 20- 2021. 2021. 2022 is coming up. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um 22 2022 is coming up the next group of girls and I'm so excited. I've been helping out the organization um, with orientations and more orientations coming up and everything and it's just really exciting. I, it is, right? Yeah, it's just a part of the reign, you know. It's a responsibility, but it doesn't really feel like one cuz it's fun for me, you know. I chose something in life that I have a passion for. A passion for so it's just really great not having to like sulk around all the time wanting like working a nine <laughs> to five like not hating my life you know like i love life like why would i not want to live it so be doing this as well like i love this and it's something that miss philippines usa gave me as an opportunity so i'm really thankful for it um i think you asked before how i found it or something yeah i i honestly think i went on google and i applied to like miss new york and i applied to um miss philippines usa and it was happening in like three months like three months really i think i joined Wait, this was your
1: first pageant and you had three months no training
2: no nothing like i think it might have been four or something i no it was just like three months i like learned about it in september not even the summer like september like i was working um well technically a minimum wage job but i was also utilizing my social media skills and i was charging like 25 dollars an hour for my social media skills capitalizing off whatever i needed to because there are businesses and local businesses who need instagram platforms like you need to be able to keep up with the day and age yes and that's social media whether people like it or not so it's It's really it's hard for for people to figure it out so they were honestly amazed they're like oh my god you can do this you can do it so quickly you can do it so fast i'm like yeah it's kind of like what i do every day for myself and it's so funny because i don't realize like how much of an advantage it is knowing how to utilize your platform and social media today because it's the future honestly whether again whether we like it or not because i love it but i also hate it because i see it going in some wrong directions as in like
1: Let's talk toxicity. about it. Yeah. So, okay.
2: yeah, um, as far as um, advocacy-wise for social media, I wanted to spread positivity and um, awareness towards the negativity and toxicity on social media. So uh, constantly I will post things such as, like, I'll give an example, like, I'll post, like, a pretty picture of me, right? And they'll be like, oh, don't be fooled. I'm eating taquitos in my bed right now. Like, no makeup on, like, sweatpants. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm raw right now. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing going on I'm not doing this right now. Yes. so you kind of have to bring people back down to like yes. the reality and remind them that social media is completely fake like I could post anything I want at any given moment and people will think I'm doing that and that's it's people like that too like they'll be like that's the beauty of social media and I'm like I guess so if that's how you want people to perceive you it's there so that you can have that perfect image I agree and Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Sometimes. I truly respect influencers who use their platform to promote things like positivity, like not editing their pictures, um, just posting like not e- like not professional pictures all the time. Um, right. And posting like little reminders, like that's also my favorite thing to do. I see something on social media and it changed my day. Like I hope you have a good day today.
1: You know and what? And you know what I hate else. about about photos on social mm-hmm. media that Tell I can't me. take. It's someone like this someone with a coffee cup and, and just going and then the camera is here right and you know and you know it's a professional shot and you're and 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 the mm-hmm. caption is um sometimes you need to be alone and i'm like Bullshit. I mean, <laughs> someone's taking your picture <laughs> <laughs> right? But the picture, <laughs> it seems like you're all alone. Yeah. You know, with all these serenity. What's blah, blah, blah. behind the camera? Yes. What's, what's
2: behind the cell phone? Like, yes. And that's that's why I like to do podcasts like this because um, as much as I like to show like my true self on social media, I feel like when a new person clicks on my account, they may not know the full me. You know what right. I mean? And um, not like I love to show that off. I really like to keep a private life if you will but i will post everything that I, ooh, ooh, let's not do that Sam Oh, no, that's fine but i will post the things that i do just so that my followers are updated cuz they are interested you know so i can't like completely neglect them and be like i want a private life like i like Correct. posting for them you and know you, it's a it's the jo- only job i have so it's really not that hard
1: look at this um you have a very extensive uh, ig follower Base right. Yeah,
2: I'm about to hit 70k. I'm excited. 70k.
1: There's something a response. Congratulations. Time. There's a, there's a responsibility there.
2: There is right. You're accountable for the seventy thousand people that you influence and everything that you post. Like they could see. Yes. And it's not like that's a completely like a negative thing. Like it's a positive thing. Like I like using my platform to the highest potential it can reach because I know that if I post something that can change. Um, even a thousand people's day that makes me feel better knowing that I just posted something that can have a positive influence makes me feel completely better about posting on social
1: media now well how old were you when you started really taking social media seriously
2: seriously I started taking social media when I I started taking it seriously when I was like maybe a sophomore in high school
1: and did you know that it was going to catapult you to where you are now because
2: i definitely did not think when i started instagram in third grade that it would end up like this for sure i had hopes i had dreams <laughs> i wanted to be a pop star i wanted to be a rock star oh my goodness i that little girl had her dreams and her aspirations but in high school it started to become a little bit more real i started gaining attraction on TikTok and other uh, like YouTube, like me and yeah. my friend Jack Um, made so many viral videos. It was great. It lasted a couple, like maybe like eight, nine months, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, And he's my best friend now. We live together. Like um, opportunities, like they come full circle, you know, and I'm really thankful for him and like every opportunity he's given me because without <clears throat> him, I don't know where I would be either. And we really have just, like, a beneficial, like, relationship where we can be, like, good friends and be right, there for right, each other and also right. help each other out business-wise. And I also think that, um, wait, what is your other question?
1: The question is, remember, when you started this, you never thought that this was going to be something big. Yeah. Like, you and Jack, and we're talking about Jack Doherty, right? Yes. So, yes. I mean, what you guys have done, that's successful in itself in the space. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And... Here you are, look at this goosebumps, you see that? <laughs> and you know, why, you know why it is? It's because people might, I'm, I'm putting context to what you're saying because people might think, who is this young girl talking about all these things? And again, I'll go back and circle back to the point where I'm saying, you've tap boarded, you've reached what other people only aspire to reach okay That's
2: crazy. thank you so much that, that means a lot to me because i don't i don't feel like i tell myself that enough either mm,
1: right and 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 this thing that you're doing the pageantry the pageant tree, this is doing it for yourself
2: yeah
0: this episode is brought to you by leo bato and associates ang realtor na pato.
1: you've always been like like i'm observing the way you're 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 sharing your story it's me and my friends, me and my friends. That's why shout out to your friends. Yeah. Right?
2: I, I also just don't like to like say I, I exactly I did things for myself and by myself for sure. But I'm not gonna ever say that I did not have help. Exactly. And I appreciate that help. Yes. So that's why I will always mention them because yes. they deserve the world yeah. as well. But amen. I do remember one thing. So I was not taking okay, so I wasn't taking social media seriously when I blew up. So I posted, like, I didn't even want to download TikTok when it first came out because I was such, like, a Musical.ly girl in middle school. Like, Musical.ly was big, 6th, 7th grade for yeah, me. Musically. <laughs> yeah, Musical.ly. Yeah, Musical.ly, like.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: That's so funny how it was that was, like, our lives then. But anyways, when TikTok came out, I was like, I really don't even want to see what people post on this app. I'm just uninterested. I have Instagram. I have everything else. I have Snapchat. I don't need this. And then I posted it, and I downloaded this, like, this track that i made on <laughs> one of my exes. And on my first account, it like blew up. I had like 250,000 followers from this one video. It had 3 million likes. On TikTok, it was so much easier to blow up those right, days. Right. Like you had one video and everyone <sighs> wanted to follow you. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, this video got a lot of views and likes. I'm going to follow her." You know what I mean? Um after a little while that account got deleted i don't even know like there's a lot of community guidelines that nobody violates but they always take them down for some reason like there are haters in this world let's be real so haters are literally reporting people's videos for no reason in hopes it gets taken down because they're doing well it's just a fear it's a pure form of jealousy so it's really sad but it's whatever um everything happens for a reason i've had Three or four TikToks get taken down since then. I'm not crying about it, and it's okay because the nude TikToks do better these days. So you'll see a lot of people creating spam accounts now, and yeah. it's truly helping them because they can blow up so much easier. Wow! I'm sharing some real analytics here. Guys. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little businessy. I don't know. I want to be able to help as many people as I can. Do always.
1: right, do it. Um, now, now yeah. I'm gonna okay.
2: Talking about helping people. Yes.
1: Later, later we'll talk about your advocacy that that you shared, but. Okay, so now, look at it. Look at it this way. Here you are, hanging out with your friends. You guys did something big together. And now you're going solo. When I say going solo, what was the conversation like when you told Jack and company, Hey guys, I'm going to be part of a beauty pageant.
0: Because
1: um, the way, and, and I'll set it up. When I watch you guys, you guys are all fun, mm-hmm. right?
2: So we make in- completely different content than you would expect.
1: Yeah? Yes. So in my head, I'm like, if if that was my friend telling me that she was going to join the pageant, I'd be laughing.
2: No, yeah, that's a, like, yeah, you're completely right. Because my friends were like, really shocked. They're like, what are you doing in a beauty pageant? Like, It's just like, if you really know me, you're like, that's something that you never think I'd do.
1: Because you're funny.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm just like, I'm kind of just like a free spirit. So, you know, like in pageantry, you like, you see people as like striked up. Tight, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, but I'm also like a big person of like, I was, I've been do I did theater when I was younger. Uh, I was yeah. saying a lot when I was younger. I told you I did, I fiddled with the viola, yeah, yeah. viola for, yeah, yeah. for like the, elementary the school, elementary, middle yeah. school, whatever. But when I stopped all those things, like, um. I didn't like my skills didn't go away. I still was able to sing, dance, whatever. I, I did dance. I did, um, I did cheer. Cheer was a the biggest part of I my could fly life. Up in the air. Um, for the beginning, yeah, but I became a really sick base after. It was really Ooh, cool, like okay. strong, like yeah. I had to do physical therapy first because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was I was really struggling. But um, anyways, cheer was such a big part of my life. It was like the first form of like therapy for me.
1: Build your build your confidence also, right?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Because when I did gymnastics, it's such a independent mm-hmm. thing. You get I get really in my head. Yes, that's where I, like get anxiety from there. You know, like uh, mental blocks. Couldn't just throw the back handspring. I couldn't do it in cheerleading. You have to throw it if you don't throw it everybody has to do the routine again so it really gave me accountability it really um taught me like important life skills on how to be a leader because i i from my sophomore to no from my junior to senior year um i had a really good relationship with my coach i loved her she really taught me so much about how to be a leader, how to be optimistic about things. I used to be such a pessimistic person. Really really? Yeah, I was really depressed. Yeah, oh, you know? we'll talk about that more <laughs> after. <Yeah>. But like <laughs> it I I'm really proud of the person I became today because Amen. it's hard from someone to like go from this really deep dark hole, not being able to deal with their problems, be over like constantly being overwhelmed with their issues to being able to take it, to being able to do one to do things one step at a time, get them done, and do your shit. Because that's really like the person I became. And that's like, and Cheer helped me transition into that person. Not
1: only that, Cheer teaches you how to build trust.
2: <laughs> yes. And
1: accountability. Because yeah. can you imagine, like when I'm watching Cheer, like this gal or girl is gonna fly up in the air.
2: And you need to catch her.
1: Yeah. yeah. And she needs to believe that you're gonna catch her.
2: Mm-hmm, exactly. He, she needs to know, you know you're gonna yes, catch her, no, otherwise yes. she's not gonna do anything, yes. or she's gonna like hesitate, and it's gonna mess up everything. Yes. So yeah, you're completely right. Did you watch Cheer? Yeah. Oh my god. I play
1: drums for Cheer, by the way. Really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, here we go. Oh
2: no, yeah. So like me watching that show, it makes me want to like join a, t- a team here in California just nice. for fun because I still feel the same passion. As I do for cheer, yeah. and I feel that same thing for pageantry. It's really like I I have this like motivation and determination inside of me to get to get things done and try right, everything. Right. As I said, have no regrets in life. So I really, yeah, you're gonna hear me say potential at least twenty times. We're gonna have like a count on the screen going up. We'll do that for but potential.
1: Yeah. No, but but Sam, with regard to the pageantry, when you when you when you joined, were you the, were you one of the last people to? jump on board
2: um i believe so i'd say something like that i think there were like maybe five girls who joined after me i'm sure they had a hard time adapting as well i feel like i joined at the right time you know it gave me enough time to prepare to learn some of the basics you know but i really dedicated myself when i went in i went in like i told you i didn't watch any netflix um for months i would only fill my brain with information that i needed in order to become the next what, did, you
1: th- what did your dad say. Ooh, nice what did your dad say
2: about my pageantry yeah
1: how, how did okay so now that you've made your decision right remember mm-hmm. he came to your room do you need to go to college right and so, so that's
2: fast forward about like a year almost wow. from from that to yes. there so as i said i in the beginning i never really got to that but i was manifesting for um maybe a couple months before then i really wanted a new beginning I wanted I was looking for something cuz I didn't I didn't have college, you know what I mean? I was working that minimum wage job. I needed something more. Right. I needed something more and I didn't feel that passion for a long time as I did from watching these videos. So it's something it's a it's a mind connection like I it's a sign, you know? Like that video was on my Instagram for a reason. Nice. Like God has a plan. God has a plan. So I took it on, I took a leap of faith, and I uh, applied, I joined, I had this, like, 30-minute conversation with uh, Lou and my mom, and Lou was just like, you have to do it, you have to do (laughs) it, like, you're gonna, I think you're gonna do great, like, I think we're gonna have a great time doing Miss Philippines USA together, and I, I really was just like, okay, I'm, I'm in New York, I'm in New York. Oh, so you were from? I'm from New York.
1: Oh. Long What happened to the, where's the accent?
2: I don't have an accent. I just have an attitude. Nice. <laughs> That's what I. I really. I don't have an accent. You I just never, have an never, attitude. You
1: never had an accent. Never. I don't think so. Never had that New York accent.
2: Um. People really notice an accent only if you're in like the South. Like I just have like one memory of like being in Alabama, like by my aunt's house. Because you, you know, you know,
1: New Yorkers do have accents, right?
2: Yeah, but you don't like. Like I don't know, just saying like a Filipino has an accent. Yeah, like we know, but like we don't we don't Cause, want to hear
1: Because you know what okay, or, or maybe, or how long have you been in California? I'm also
2: not Italian or anything. There's a lot ah. of Italians, they carry the accent I feel like in New York for okay. sure. Um, that's like the stereotype accent for sure. So but. you're from
1: the Long you're from you were from Long Island, New right? York. Is there still is is there family in Long Island still or everybody's out to Long Island?
2: My parents just moved here, so no one's there anymore except my friends. I have great friends who I consider family. You know, like they would always let me stay with them if I wanted to, for sure. Nice. I, I stayed with them for a while, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I have. I don't have any family left in Long Island. My sisters moved out. Um, uh, any like uncles I have like live in other places now. So yeah.
1: Okay. So you. Okay. So you were. Talking I was to-
2: doing back in. So basically, I did Miss Philippines USA. I started in September and I was back and forth September, October and till November. So I would go to California for 3 weeks and I'd be there for mandatory events. I would go home for a couple of weeks, I'd work, I'd keep I mm, prepare by myself for a little bit and then I'd go back. And I did I went back and forth 3 times. So
1: Did you tell your friends that you were going to do this while you were doing back and forth? Or did um, yeah. you tell them? after the fact that, you know, this is really happening, and then you told them, or did you tell them before? I was
2: kind of nervous to talk about efforts. I I don't really know the feeling or how to describe it. Because I, when people would ask me what I was doing, I'd be like, I'm doing Miss Philippines USA. Whew. And then they'd be like, that's huge. And I'd be like, really?
1: It Thank is. you.
2: Because I didn't really see, like, the confidence. Like, you can see, like, a big difference from before my pageant, like, the amount of confidence and self-love I had. I was also at a completely different stage in my life um so yeah and now i'm just in a i'm way more confident i like i'm very i teach empowerment like i promote that because amen i see the difference that it made in myself and what it can do to other girls as well i saw it in other girls in the pageant so
1: a lot of girls speaking of girls i have a daughter she's seven but a lot of girls are should i should, is it Conscious is conscious the right term, but they You could
2: use the word self conscious and secure, conscious they have that, right? It's um yeah, it, it has there's a lot of factors to it, but you could continue with your thought.
1: But my thought is with regard to what you're doing, empowerment, how can you help all these young kids? like we were, a while ago we were talking about you posting a, a, a photo but yeah. then again you'd say, you know, hey, this is not right now I'm having taquitos. Uh, this is,
2: I'm, <laughs> I love I'm Completely, I'm just completely raw.
1: So no makeup and all that. Yeah. You're a proponent of that. Let's talk about beauty, their self-consciousness, their insecurity.
2: It also, like, that's derived from social media itself. Um, social media has a huge factor in, like, standards these days and, like what society has to say about you. There's people can comment on how you look behind a screen. Right. So like that's, that's a lot of, that's like some, that's hard for people to grasp these days because like they grew up with it. Like kids these days are like, Oh yeah, it's normal. That's normal for someone to be able to comment and say things to you behind a screen. They gain some kind of like cockiness. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like nobody's going to say that to your face. Like I know half the people would not say a single thing to my face that they would say or comment on my TikTok. Like, come on. They're just saying it because they're protected by this. Screen. Fake username. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Whether that's their real name or not, they don't care because they're not.
1: How do you not let it affect you? Or does it, it affect affected
2: me for a while but i have to not care otherwise i'm not gonna make money
1: let's talk about that how can you how did you how did you condition yourself not to care did it, did it i mean this was kind of heavy
2: because i know when things are not true like so like my friends are called, like i mean my friends oh well no my followers let's say or anyone who can comment anyone anyone in the world who comments on my TikTok, anything they can comment the truth or they can comment a lie i can't disagree with the truth but if it's a lie i just completely disregard it because i don't care and it took a lot for that you know it took I used to filter my comments on TikTok on my old accounts. But also, you gotta think about it. Those people who are commenting on your videos, they're engaging with your content, and that's really dumb of them because they're <laughs> gonna see you again on their for you page because they're engaging. Like like if you don't Analytics like Analytics one oh one people. If you don't like me, don't comment, don't like, don't say anything. Literally don't even watch my video because you're giving me watch time. Like you're giving me watch time. Don't even do that. Um but yeah, you're honestly helping me out. Like, someone's gonna like your comment, and you're gonna make me get more views. So, anyways, oh, I left a train of thought. No, no, no. Really you're the
1: Self consciousness.
2: Self consciousness.
1: Um. Insecurity.
2: Well, okay, yeah, we'll get back to that. But beauty. <laughs> Those are like kind of far about what we were talking about. We were talking
1: about that because empowerment, remember? Like these little kids.
2: And these little kids are just commenting things that are not true. So if you're calling me a gold digger, I know I'm not a gold digger. So I'm not going to care about your comment. But I used to have gold digger as a filter comment because I used to care about what people think. Ah. Of course. Like they're just, it comes in time. It comes in time where you just stop caring because at first it will affect you you'll be like wow someone really can think that of me but then you have to think about it they don't know you they're just right. looking at you at a, in a 15 second video and you're letting that assumption of them in a 15 seconds allow that to like take a toll on your mental health for like weeks like no like it's not even true like you don't even need <laughs> <laughs> like wow like wow I just like that's why I just don't care and you have I just advice for people on how to not care is simply like think about where you are in life and think about where that person is in their life if they're commenting something about you and something negative it's obviously because they're insecure about something or they have hate inside of them like they're at such a low frequency at that point that they're saying bad things about you so if you don't let it get to you you stay up here right you stay up here and they are just all the way down there so they can't even really touch you
1: do you even did you did you ever get tempted about engaging them
2: always i still do but i just make it funny now
1: oh so like
2: someone's like oh jack made you and i commented the emoji like five times because i'm like i'm just trolling you dude like you really think i'm like oh my god i'm crying like oh my god check me like no my parents made me actually my parents made me so that's what that was my first comment it was funny no actually my parents made me that that was the good comment um just like the the ghost face was really funny for me
1: for the record (laughs) for the record huh Mm. jack for the record i knew you before i knew him (laughs)
2: That's really funny. I don't. Jack doesn't really care, but I you know, can say that to the followers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For the record, okay. Now, you you mentioned but that's
2: good. At least that yeah. means um, I'm going in the right direction. I yeah. want to find a new target audience. Yes. Always build it up. So,
1: we were just talking about that a while ago, right? Yeah. Target audience. Let's let's talk about. You mentioned mental health. Yes. Okay. Uh, my son and I, when my son was here, we talked about mental health, and you mentioned uh, that that was your advocacy.
2: Yes. So for Miss Philippines USA, my advocacy was mental health and um, spreading awareness towards it for kids, parents, grandparents, anyone, really just anyone, because um, I struggled with mental health for a long time. I know people who don't want to admit struggle with it for. Can a I cut long you for? Time. Can I
1: cut you for a while to give you context? And um, this is getting me excited because yeah. I have a my my brother committed suicide.
2: Oh, we have to wait on that topic. I'm I'm still rolling with the, it. Exactly. No. 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 But, <laughs> but that's but so but hard. I'm, I'm, gonna, right I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna I'm
1: gonna set it up. Huh? And the reason why it was hard for him to to get over the hump was because my generation. There was no such thing as mental health exactly. growing up. We, could, we had to go uh, brush it off. Yeah,
2: you know? no. So okay,
1: going back to you. So that's why yeah, it, no. it's due I, to
2: I, me. We need to talk about that for sure. It's something that's very close to my heart. It's something so touchy. But um, yeah, there's always a foundation to that. So also that suicide prevention, suicide yeah. in general, is also why I promote for mental health. Um, right. But like your something, generation yeah. i mean there's actually a, there's just way too many suicides in my generation it's yeah. it's so horrible like and also um growing up a uh, filipina uh, mental health isn't also something that is taken care of um in majority due I agree. to our strong faith to god
1: yeah so, Pray. they say pray just, pray, in just a way. pray
2: just pray just pray i've heard that more than go to therapy Yes, or you'd need therapy or something like that. But that's not my anyone's fault. You know what I mean? We all go through things at different times in life. But um,
1: how, the, how did how did how I mean at the young? You know, by the way, I I keep forgetting I'm talking to to a woman who could be my 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 daughter.
2: Yeah, because that's of so the funny.
1: because of the the right. I mean the 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 way it's the way the conversation is happening. I'm like whoa.
2: But yeah, I'm actually turning 19 in like two weeks. Happy happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Salamat.
1: Salamat. Okay, why why did it's it's a good thing you're doing this advocacy, and and kudos to you because you know that's that's great that's that's a great area.
2: Yeah, it's just hard for people to acknowledge that they actually have problems. Right. <laughs> so it's hard for everyone to How? at least admit it.
0: This episode is brought to you by Binalot Los Angeles.
1: Did you find it easy to actually relate to other people and get them to start talking to you? You can't just go to a person saying you've got (laughs) mental health issues.
2: Oh, yeah. No, you really just can't be like, I know you have problems. (laughs) I know you're going through it. You just don't want to talk about it. Like, you can't do that to someone until you're, like, pretty comfortable with them. So... I chose mental health as my advocacy for Miss Philippines USA because it was something I can relate to. On a daily basis, I struggle with anxiety, depression. Um, That's what my therapist told me. Also, abandonment issues, which is whatever. But I get over those. I get over those because I'm just like, I can just tell myself not like that people aren't permanent. So it's fine. I got over those. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stay.
1: (laughs) Okay. I have abandonment issues as well. Oh,
2: you do as well. Uh,
1: When people leave me, it's like, What did I do wrong?
2: You just, it's them, it's not you. Did
1: we have that conversation? Look, he's laughing.
2: It's really them, it's not you. (laughs)
1: Michael's laughing because I'm like, wait, I have those issues. Mike, why?
2: I have good friends that I'm not, I had good friends that I'm not friends with anymore. Let's talk about
1: them. Let's talk about them. This is therapy. Let's, five minutes before go.
2: She, she, I don't know, these these people, she, LOL. (laughs) I I had one person in mind already. Well, basically like we were all going through a hard time and like she thought I was talking shit and I was not talking shit. Mm. I was her biggest her biggest supporter. supporter Yeah. Always always her best friend. Never would say a bad thing about her. Even like I don't she wasn't even in the wrong like Right? I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. But I'm not we're not friends anymore because she didn't want to be friends anymore and I'm not I'm not gonna force that on someone ever ever see but we all go through we all have problems you know what i mean but anyways
1: i forced myself like i was like knocking on my friend's door going what the heck happened Uh. and my wife goes jaja jaja goes can you stop doing (laughs) that i go but we've been friends for a long time i'm one of his best supporters and so I can relate
2: yeah you care more than others yeah right I always get that shit end like the stick. Hash,
1: hashtag what happened to us okay
2: we used to be best yeah guys, right
1: and now we're not so and, and, and seriously I think it affects the abandoned more than them the
2: people who are the abandonee the abandonee yeah. the dad who's going to get some milk <laughs>
1: i think that separation anxiety issues
2: oh yeah i have a lot of that too literally but
1: okay so you yeah. had all of these
2: but yeah so my mental health journey is that um i started getting anxiety and depression mostly in high school so um i was just like a like a really outgoing kid like i didn't seem like i had issues you know but like i kind of was just like really energetic all the time we always had to like do something um but yeah, so anxiety, I told we listened to a little bit of my mental health podcast before yeah. that I did. Is it okay if I post friend? the
1: link in the description so that yes, people can, watch, um, can listen to it?
2: I'd love that because okay. um, my friend Nicholas Seminario, my friend mm-hmm. Nicholas Seminario. Shout out, Nick. Shout out Nick! Shout out Dark Angel Podcast. Mm. Um, he just started this podcast maybe about two, three months ago, and I was the first episode, first episode. I was the first episode. I had the pleasure of doing it. I talked. It was the first time I talked about my mental health battle and my journey. Um, and he has released like eight or nine episodes since then. He, he's doing great. He's very well organized, and there's also an apparel company attached to it, so clothing. Yeah. Um and the images like truly like depict what it feels like to have anxiety and depression so for the depression one there's like someone crawling out of like a deep dark hole with like a ladder and it's it's i love the art i love the whole idea behind it that's why i support it so much um and always will. So yeah, shout out Dark Angel Podcast. And if you want to hear more about like my full sob story, you can listen to. I that. know, I know. <laughs> I, I
1: heard, I heard a portion of it, and it was.
2: It's so sad. It was, it was
1: moving. Actually, it was more moving than sad.
2: I appreciate. It. It's because emotional. For it sure. was.
1: It was. And I guess um, we were talking about we can never. I, I can never understand what you're going through.
2: Well, yeah, we were talking about someone else, but yes, we can never truly understand. understand. Like when somebody says, "Oh yeah." I get it. I understand. Like, no, 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 honey, you don't. Because we all experience things differently. And we all have like you know, like the pain scale, it's like your ten. Mm, mm. Like we all have different tens right. as well. Right. Like we some of us have not even experienced tens. Some of us are saving our tens for like the <sighs> greatest uh, hurt of all. Who knows? But yeah, so um apart from that
1: were you able to were you able to um talk to your parents about what was going on inside growing up no. or or did you just you, you said you were very energetic you were jolly or looking back in hindsight were you what? just masking it
2: i don't know like there was i didn't okay so here's the thing i don't remember I have, like, PTSD that I don't really talk right. about because I don't really like to say I have PTSD because there are literal, like, soldiers yeah. who came back from the Army who have But PTSD. again, excuse
1: me, Miss Sam, but I know. it's relative. There's no comparing. Yeah. As,
2: I do that, though. So you're, do,
1: you're downplaying yourself.
2: Exactly, but I don't like to upplay myself. That's okay. what I'd like to right. avoid. So right. I'll downplay myself, but I don't want to upplay it.
1: Okay. That's Fair why
2: enough. I say I, I don't talk about PTSD <laughs> or call it that. But anyways, I don't have any memories or, like, majority of my memories from before the age of just like middle school I want to say so like 10 or 12 so I have like core memories but I don't really know when they happened like memories like they blur together if you ever ask me like or if I tell you a story I'll tell you I was four or seven Mm. that's some like I didn't I didn't realize that until like, I hit a certain age. And I was like, I was not four or seven. Like, I don't even know what age I was. I could not tell you what age I was, honestly. And I didn't even know that I lost, or I, my brain protected me from this trauma at such a young age until my friend told me he had the same thing.
1: I agree. And I was
2: like, oh my god, wait, I don't remember. It's
1: true, because um, my wife protected herself from that. She doesn't have memory from, I think, age seven down. Mm. A friend of ours, Joe, doesn't have doesn't have a memory from eighteen down. I can't even imagine. I'm I'm like JJ doesn't even know he's around.
2: <laughs> mentally, <laughs> mentally, somewhere else. I can I can relate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but kidding aside, we have to respect that. You can't you can't question that. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, you can't. It's honestly. It's honestly just something that either exists in your mind or doesn't. It's something that I don't even know if I could dig up those memories. Like, I feel like I would need, like, like deep hypnosis. hypnosis. But, like, also, like, why would I want to remember? Like, it's just constant fighting that, bl- that blends it all together. You know, in my household, I had, like, just a unhealthy household growing up, you know? So, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's raw. Yeah, it's raw. But, uh, yeah, so I, it was uh, hard okay. to grow up. Give
1: there. me an advice. I'm yeah. a father. I have kids. If my kids come up to and 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 parents, I hope you guys are listening because this is for us. Yes, Kay. please listen. You come to me, Dad. Um, I've, I I am am. How would you come up to me, and what should I not do to make it worse?
2: About what? About any issues? Any issues? Yeah, yeah.
1: Because mm. sometimes, right, your your demographic would rather just. Go on social media or being, day w- Being day depressed one. is a yeah.
2: trend. So like, right. if people can be depressed, they will because they literally like it.
1: Like a lot of, do you, know the, you know the app Day One, that, that um, journal app? A lot of Maybe. people are on it because a lot of people would rather just journal their depression than talk to their parents mm. about it. I'm like, ooh. So.
2: I don't, it took like, I just have like a lot of. I don't have, like, good memories of conversing with my father about mental health, so...
1: But now that you are aware of this...
2: But I did have one, so there is one. It was maybe, like, when I told him I had no memories before the age of 12, actually. So, like, he had no clue, maybe up until, like, five months before I moved out. And it's been, like, two months since I moved. So, like, I didn't really like nobody knows what's going on until you tell them guys yeah, like we need thank to you. like they don't know like they really can't read your mind like they don't know what you're going through and like you can't expect them to obviously right. understand either but um advice i would give to you as a father is just i don't know if you notice if you notice something's wrong or if you can like tell and you don't say anything that's on you and just know that you know like if you do notice something's wrong and you say something to her and she's a little like, like yeah. no, nah, I don't want to talk about it, just be like, okay, when you're comfortable or if there's something that you think I can help you with, then you can talk to me about it. I just want you to know that I'm here for you. And that's just something that a lot of people need to hear. That's Was that a really – I don't
1: – It is. No, it is good because – as parents, like we tend to brush it off, like, like what's wrong? Like sometimes even the inflection. Nothing.
2: I just had a bad day at school.
1: Get over it, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or and it's then, just like,
2: and, well, it's school. It's going to be bad. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. I've
1: encountered, and I, I when I was when I was a young father, I, I caught myself going, what's what's wrong with you? You know, when I was your age, Ooh, mm, those interesting. are those are bad things. Like because my experience is different from your experience. Yeah, of course. And, and 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 both of us are empaths and uh you know
2: sensing is empath yes we sense yes
1: a lot. oh my god okay now this advocacy that came to mind your your mental health awareness it's not just for the pageant right this is going to go farther or yes. are, are, you, are, you, are you gonna shelve it after
2: Yeah, I'll talk about it now. So, um, along from my own mental health journey that I, or mental illness journey that I've been struggling with for, we know, a very long time, deep breath for this one, um, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time, oh my goodness, my best friend, because you talked about it before, (laughs) my best friend committed suicide a year and a half ago. Oh my god, I'm crying. This is crazy. I'm, I'm feeling sorry. it though. You know, I told I mean, you. I'm feeling it. Also. I told you, yeah. you gotta feel it. Like, yes. This is more advice I'm gonna give it to you guys. Take your time. When you are in pain, or you feel a sad, happiness, anything, feel it, feel it, because you have to be able to move on from that feeling. Grief, literally anything. Yeah. I love you so much. I'm not to talk about this, but she's my best friend, for real. I'm still close with her family. I always will be. And I didn't talk about it throughout my pageant because it's obviously not something I'm ready to talk about on stage right. in front of 50, like, I don't even know how many people, a whole audience of people, obviously, because I think I appreciate you. Um. He just gave me a napkin. Yeah, but, we, um, I mean. No, you're good. Thank you. Um, but it just was something that like, you can't really talk about in like so many people, in front of so many people, because you don't want to. Um, it's also something that would like upset the crowd as well. When you're in pageantry, you want to be able to give a universal answer.
1: Yeah, the, the, posi- the positivity. Able,
2: yeah, positivity always. So I would just connect it back to myself, my own journey, you know, and keep anything that was too hard to talk about aside, keep it um just more private you know because it's something still healing from always oh my gosh i can't believe it was like that much yeah i guess i haven't cried from it like from like a while so it just like kind of came out
1: but, i'm glad it came out
2: yeah no me too because i felt it it was good um
1: not only that and it's
2: not and it's also just like i'm not embarrassed to cry in front of people people should know that we all have emotions i'm yeah. not a robot Amen. <laughs> i'm not a robot so I meant that. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. But it's just like going through that was it changed me as a person. Did
1: it Completely. wake you up? Did it wake you up? Did it did it make you more aware? Because when my brother like the only reason I'm able to and I'll share it with you talk about my brother's suicide, it, it was positioned as a heart attack when it mm. happened until I spoke with my niece, and my niece goes, she went, Tito, if we hide the truth. People will never know what we're going through. That's so hard. And I go, are you sure this is what you want? And she said, yes. And, and
2: People need to hear a story in order for their minds to change. Trust me, I know I have friends who are, were going through the same thing as my friend Lane. And her story changed things for them. Thank told, you for saying and that. And told and literally woke them up. Yes. Woke them up in so many ways that I'm not going to share, but in ways that changed them completely as a person. And then they're actually like, an Im- they're doing amazing today. Yes. And that that makes me happy and that makes Lane happy. And I told her mom about that and that whole story. And her mother was so happy that Lane had such a positive effect. Im- yes. And impact on people. Even when she was alive, she truly touched every single person's heart. Like I wish you could meet her because you'd be like, "Wow, that definitely was yeah. her best friend. <laughs> that definitely was her best friend." You could tell, like, that we were definitely like, one like like the same yeah same people, but also so different that it was just like we clicked very well. Also, the same with my best friend Lauren. Like, um, that was Lane's best friend. Like, ever since they like they're like childhood best friends, you know, like. You can't Wait, even compare. You were her
1: best friend. You were Lane's best. You were and Lane was your best friend. Lane was my best Laurie friend in high was school.
2: Lauren, Lauren, Lauren and was, Lane have okay. been best friends since, like, they, yeah, they are they, each other's, like, yeah. twin <laughs> flames. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I'm, me and Lauren are still, like, so close. Yes. I've I talked to her every single day, actually. Like, when I'm walking home from the gym, she gets out of school. So I make sure to FaceTime oh, her that's good. and we talk every single day. But you know but it's Yeah, nice so though. that it's connection, like, Lane brought us together as well. Like, they're also th- very much, like, the same person. So, like, us as a trio was kind of dangerous. It was kind of dangerous Ooh. kind of funny though. Like it was good that we all had each other yeah. when we did, you know, and I'm so glad that I still have Lauren in my life and that I have Lane as a guardian angel and all the people that she gave to me because Lane truly opened up like all of my friendships because I, um, well I talked about anxiety and depression, like oopsies. No, well, okay. um, Lane suffered from mental health as well. But when I was in high school, Dealing with anxiety and depression it was because of like my surroundings like i did not like the people i was going to school with so i dropped them like i had a friend i had a friend group right i had a friend group they were so fake i literally like i couldn't like why do you think i stopped being friends with them because they were nice to me
1: so you're also an abandonee
2: I'm, um, no, they didn't care about me. <laughs> they didn't care about me. They were happy I left. <laughs> they were literally happy I left. Uh-huh. They were, they did not care. They would walk, like, I would be sitting, like, across the cafeteria right. by myself. Hello? They'd, they'd Hello? see me. They'd see me. They didn't care. They wouldn't be like, come, come sit. Right, right, right. Come sit with us. And
1: you know what, you know what, at. at-
2: it was always like, there was, there's not enough chairs. Never pull up.
1: And that affects you big time. That affects any person big time to feel yeah, unwanted. In, and-
2: in the moment, for sure. And for someone who already has like abandonment issues, anxiety yeah, depression, yeah. of course, it's going to affect them, if not 10 times worse, because they already have these intrusive thoughts. You know what I mean? And their own head that they have to deal with. They have to deal with your voices too. Like, wow, that's so kind of you. You know what I mean? So I just took, I took them out of my life because I was giving more than my body could handle for nothing back and not that I needed anything from them ever I just wanted loyalty
1: let's talk about the pain scale because in order for you to drop them Mm. you had to feel a certain amount of pain
2: I wanted to switch schools right I wanted to go to a different school completely yes my father gave me false hope this is something I wish he never did because I'm still mad at him. I hope him he's watching. He he might he might watch. I'll tell him to watch this just so he knows. But he knows because I was like, you're so mean for that. We already talked about it. I came home like crying like every single day because it was so hard. Like I would sit in the bathroom all the time, literally just stand there during my off periods because I didn't even want to be in the cafeteria. Being in the cafeteria, let alone with eyes on me sitting alone if i'm doing my homework it doesn't matter but just being there like i would just feel so much anxiety i couldn't deal with it and my dad was like okay if it's still like this by another month or two you can switch schools (laughs) He knew damn well i was never ever going anywhere else other than my public school than my public school i was graduating he knew that oh my god he he didn't want to spend any money also though on like a private school you know like just for like some friends or whatever I I made my friends I left Um, I stayed in school but I left that friend group and I made friends all over Long Island I I found real friends that I actually liked you know what I mean like and even if not friends with them today like they were real in the moment it was great and I do have so many like valuable friendships and relationships to this day from being able to pick up leave those friends behind and find new ones. Right. Because I stayed true to myself and I had my boundaries, which is good. If I let them walk over me for the rest of high school, I would have been so miserable. I wouldn't have been actually nearly as successful as I am right now Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't have felt like I had to do better for myself.
1: Okay. Now that you've you've seen the difference between trying to succeed, being successful, and you're still a go-getter, the whole pageant thing, we talked about the perception of people toward pageants. There are pageants that are very exclusive and there are pageants that are inclusive. And off cam, we were talking about Miss Philippines USA and how you felt the, the yeah, love.
2: Yeah, like the passion. Explain.
1: Because when I had um uh, Erica and, and Bella. Bella, oh my God. You know, the th- by the way, shout out to the two of them also because you guys yes, are Bella very Queen. sharp when when you guys speak. I appreciate that. And and um shout out to Lurezon also because uh, she's one of the best mentors. Yes. We love our Tita. Love you Tita. <laughs>
2: <We're> <laughs> she's waving. She's money. like looking at
1: me going Tita Tita. <laughs> we love you Ate. <laughs> so, my, my my thing is, what makes this Miss Philippines USA organization, different. And this is not the. This is not a plug, huh? It's, it's just that not not
2: plug. It's just for myself. Yeah. And, um. Personally speaking, I was not able to embrace my Filipino culture prior as much.
1: But you I- knew you were Filipino. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I went, I went to the Philippines five times, okay, okay. but before the age of 12. Oh, and, we, and we talked about the what 12, happened. 12, yeah,
1: before 12, yes. What
2: happened again before the age of
1: 12? I do do.
2: Exactly. So, as I was saying, I'm actually going back in like a month or two, and I'm nice. so excited because but maybe those again, memories will come back, you know? How about we,
1: we do a shout out? Where the, where, where, are your, where are your relatives from again in the Philippines?
2: The Gupantando. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gangster nation
2: <laughs> yeah no we got my mom at the slums <laughs> yeah, no. yeah I mean, but we're still working on those visas you know i got you jeremy jason Juan, everyone i got you okay. shout out, shout out the family in the philippines uh yeah. they're really like my my biggest supporters and i don't even realize it half the time but they're always rooting for me right. like yeah, no, I'm getting them out of there. Don't worry. Nice, <laughs> but, good.
1: Yeah. Okay, so when you did this whole uh, Miss Miss Philippines USA, the whole pageant, the whole pageantry, it opened doors for you because what I mean, your roots, right? Okay, I'm Filipino. I'm, a, I'm with a bunch of ams and Filipinos. Yeah. How did you feel when when I mean? when you were well, hanging out with them i
2: never really had filipino friends growing up say. so i know a lot of girls actually who
1: from grew- long from long island to carson i mean yeah
2: yeah i know but people in carson they have filipino friends some of them only have filipino actually, friends you, my you, cousin you do Angel- know
1: that carson is like little filipino town yeah
2: right? and my, my cousin angelo shout out angelo love you shout out he literally like only has filipino friends and i'm so jealous you better be i'm so jealous because I lacked that growing up and I could have had like so many people to be able to like relate to, you know, like and now I can only relate, I could, I only could relate to like Jokoi. <laughs> 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 I could only relate to like Jokoi. But you
1: see him, you, other Phil the nice thing about what you guys are doing is you're championing the Philippines. Oh my gosh, you spirit. can't
2: even put us in the same category. He's too big.
1: But it's, but the heart is the same.
2: Yeah. And yeah. we love our Filipino people. Yeah, like yeah. we have that Pinoy pride and we carry it with us. You know, he advertises <laughs> the Philippines literally for <laughs> comedy and yeah. I love it cuz it's cuz it's like also like the Americans like the Americans laugh, the Americans I'm American. But like <laughs> <laughs> But everybody in the audience laughs, but like the Filipinos who get it like they Get it on a different level so yes. like when i'm watching those documentaries you better have a bucket because i'm about to pee yeah. i'm actually about to pee because it's so good those are so good i've watched them like multiple times they're just too funny so how does
1: it feel now i mean doing this having this in your in your back pocket it that- feels
2: great I, having opportunities like this like yeah. like thank you miss philippines usa for opening up so many doors for me connections like just being able to want to promote my filipina side you know like i didn't i didn't really promote it much and even though like people will ask me like oh what's your nationality they're very confused when i say filipina because i don't particularly look very filipina i don't no. have um those features as much i don't really carry them but
1: but that's okay, Nobody, still, you know, that's okay. nobody's perfect i mean oh yeah 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 <laughs> nobody's perfect wait wait okay so now that okay when growing up you didn't embrace your your Filipino roots. It's it's not that you didn't want to. It's just that you didn't know how to. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, I mean I my favorite dishes like sinigang and everything oh, like that. I'd get the I'd get the good food at home, yes. but I'd have no one to relate it yes. to. Like only like my friend like Michael, who's actually um like Jack's brother. So okay. like I'm close with the family. Um, he's the only one who really appreciates my mom's food. <laughs> like they will like whenever they have like birthday parties, they'll be like, Can your mom make egg rolls? Yeah, the <laughs> the lumpia. oh my god oh my god lane's mom Love. loves lumpia i bring them over every single time like i think i brought over like 50 before i moved i was like you have to have See? enough while i'm gone you have to have enough um i don't know if my mom saw her before my parents moved but she definitely has enough in her freezer to keep her going for a while
1: so now now that you've now that you've had the food covered and mm. now that you're kinda in the show you're 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 actually yeah, knocking on the doors of showbiz, has your reticular open to the fact that Bruno Mars is has Filipino roots, Olivia Rodrigo has Filipino yeah. roots, um, Joy, uh um, who else? Um Vanessa Hudgens, you have all these Mas. Um uh,
2: Who's it Car- is it Cardi B? It's not Cardi B. No, not Cardi B. It's um Sweetie, Sweetie.
1: Is he half?
2: No, it's Check some him out. No no no, no like she Who is
1: else is she? She so weedy J. Ray, Apple the App. Oh, we a, know yeah. Apple the App. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Actually for our West Covina event for Miss Philippines USA, um, uh we had Apple D App perform, which is really cool. I think Saweetie is Filipino. Saweetie. I'm gonna look it up.
1: Pure or half? Half for okay.
2: sure so nice oh then. yeah i was right so we these half should i show it to them i don't know yeah, if anybody show. knows let's find uh, an, no. a nice image of her
1: point it to your camera and then we'll zoom she in. she also she
2: came out with, like you guys must know her any americans must know. Her. oh my god which camera this one because <laughs> she has she had, she had this mcdonald's meal come go. out for herself
1: aren't you supposed to do it like, that way with that whole
2: oh thing? i can do that yeah that makes sense <laughs> i'm really not good at this thing but maybe you guys can just like add a picture of her yeah we'll sweetie
1: we'll, we'll, we'll insert it somewhere uh put it put it on her there you go where do you want it there, uh, uh, there. I, I can't. somewhere over here
2: i can't tell like i actually don't know <laughs>
1: Like you know, please click on the link here or here, and and it's, the and opposite it's just way, not there. Right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think that's kind of funny though. Like it's it's kind of purposeful.
1: But but now that now now that you're knocking on the doors of showbiz, did, did, do you find yourself noticing these people? Like, oh my god!
2: Yeah, I like I and just love it, when people are you, Filipina. Yeah, I just love it because I feel like I'm already at home. Like we like Filipinos have that like just with them, like I probably have like 30 godmothers and (laughs) and I don't even know half of them or like they're not even whatsoever related to me. It's just like, oh, that's your Ninang. Yeah, okay. Bless. (laughs) Bless.
1: (laughs) Okay, now that you found yourself, you grew up pretty much non-Filipino culture. Now you're discovering your Philippines. Yes and no.
2: I feel like growing up, I like, yeah, I did and I didn't because I went to the Philippines. Yes, that also gave me such like a bigger outlook and perspective on life in general because I would see these like, well, a lot of people aren't going to get this, but it's just like there's literal like babies who are like not wearing a diaper, like yes, they're just running around naked, like sitting on the streets, like playing basketball, like it's. It's completely different, and so many things are normalized yes, that like are just not that are not acceptable mm. in the United States. How about
1: peeing, peeing, uh, peeing against the wall, uh, walking guys walking? Oh, I without. see that
2: every day. Jack pees in our backyard oh, like 20 oh. days, 20 <laughs> times a day. There's like there's literally a bathroom right there, right. and he'll just walk outside. Like the, the outside's further, but he <laughs> likes it. He likes it
1: not for viral videos or anything right just no, likes he, doing it he likes posting okay. on the
2: story he's like i'm peeing off my 15 million dollar <laughs> mansion Imagine. balcony onto the floor <laughs> how do you guys like that
1: oh my god so so the philippines you, you, uh, you uh, people
2: it's can, all joke though it's all jokes he's funny
1: he, he, is. he is you guys <laughs> should check his channel out um, yeah we post
2: a lot of videos on there but mm. as we we're saying all right, as i was yeah. saying
1: like walking without any shirt on
2: yeah it's just like also it's normal
1: right in the philippines also
2: like like within the past couple years we've been going through gay pride here in america and it's just like that's always kind of been a thing in the philippines i've always been i've always seen boys or girls wearing shorts i've always seen them with colored contacts colored hair like um Transgenders, like I've always seen that, and it's just crazy how I used to so wear, many people.
1: I used to wear colored contacts.
2: That's okay. That's blue. fine. That doesn't and even mean that you're a b'ding, right? No,
1: but we were having drinks, me and my brother, and we were, we're one year apart, and I was mm. looking at him with my blue eyes, and he's like, please yeah. take them off.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that always happens to me when <laughs> I would wear my colored contacts people are like you look like an anime character yes. <laughs> you look like an anime character that's those. That's not you especially right? like my past boyfriends they'd be like take them out <laughs> right? they'd be like who are you you just look like a different person but it's nice I'm yeah. like that's the point yeah I like being different
1: just for now <laughs> just for today just for tonight I'd sleep yeah. in them and he's like oh please but it's- also
2: like you just get certain compliments too when yeah. you wear them It just the people who know you don't like them but the people who don't know you like
1: them. True. Like, look at this, my Hello Kitty watch. No, <laughs> That's for
2: the kids though, Most No one
1: will think that I do wear a Hello Kitty watch, but I digress. So now, this whole thing, moving forward, are you, you're not gonna go to school, you're doing, you're, your social media presence is prominent. Are you gonna go movies, TVs, when you go home to the Philippines? Like, are you saying it's for, for pleasure, but, is there an agent waiting? Is uh, Tita Lu trying to get you into?
2: I'm probably gonna visit some orphanages. Um, I'm gonna do more like uh, humanitarian work, you know. Uh, for now, definitely keep it more on the ambassador side. I do already do social media, so like the acting and modeling opportunities are there. Right. Um, anything in the Philippines, I'm always open to it though as well. So you guys can hit me up mm. if you want. But uh anything really like i'd also loved i love representing the philippines so if there's any work i can do there while i'm there i'm a hustler i will do it people i'm i'm there you know it's a 24-hour plane plane ride yep if i'm there i'll do it for sure
1: and people think that you're you're just american you do carry a dual citizenship passport um yeah,
2: yeah i am so people like also just think i'm either like italian or spanish like latina or something um I don't doubt that I have Latina blood in me. Like I, Spain ruled the Philippines for a yeah. great yeah for a great amount of time. We all have Latina blood in us. Yep, that's kind of inevitable. But Italian? No, sorry, hate to disappoint. I love pasta though. Thank you. Um, I'm, my dad is like a European mutt, if you will. He's <laughs> he likes that term. He used it himself. I he's better than what I say. I just say he's really white. Okay. <laughs> Whenever people ask me, I'm just like, he's really white. But he's Russian, uh, Yugoslavian, Czechoslovakian, really, oh, Austrian. Austria. Austrian.
1: Does he have the accent? No. I'll be back. No, no. no.
2: <laughs> Those, it's like my, his, like, grandparents okay, and okay. stuff. So he was born in, like, Long Island where I was born. Okay. <laughs> so really just, as I said before, anyways. But, yeah, growing up with uh a dad who also wasn't Filipino um there's like a barrier there between him and my mom as well because they have different traditions and values so things that my mom would really really care about she could probably had to stop caring about because my dad was just so like whatever let her let her do this let her do that but the one thing that I did stick with um was religion for sure um I carried I always went to I always went to church. Ever since I was younger, I'd run around the whole church be like peace be with you, peace be with you. Right, right, right. Um I love that and I still have like um a strong relationship with God. Um Lane's passing actually really opened up that door for me again. Amen. I became really faithful after yes. that. I I felt like I had to in order to keep a close relationship with her, I had to keep a close relationship with the big man. Yeah. She has she, she she got VIP treatment up there. So Amen. her family um they own like a I want to say a church i don't really know the like the term but it's like 500 acres and they always have like retreats and everything like the church does a lot of great things it's in upstate new york it's called rosa mystica um but i've been there before um i've met the priests everything so they really got it in with god you know what i mean (laughs) so they're very faithful as well and having a friend like that also our moms talk a lot they love which is good talking about god yeah of course um so yeah Me growing up Filipino, I'd always talk to God. I'd I'd read a prayer book, like the entirety of my prayer book. But it's nice when you,
1: you know, like like when you just said um, lanes passing made you more uh, made you reestablish your relationship with God. You you never said made you religious, you know? Because there's a difference. There's
2: a difference for sure. Because um,
1: like you're more.
2: (laughs) I actually do know people who like that passing did make them religious. Right. And that's not a bad thing. No. Like, hallelujah, go for it. Like, I'm glad you're able to, or to want a yes. relationship with God at that point. If that's what you want and that's what you feel like you need, I'm all for it. Um, it's also another like kind of support system that I feel like people may want another outlet. Yeah. You know, Um, but yeah, I would, I went to church like every Sunday with her mom um, and our friends, like, a couple months, until, like, a couple months after that, um, we would always see each other, though, like, for, like, Thanksgiving, we'd have Thanksgiving at her house, and, like, Halloween and stuff, like, we'd always keep the family really close, which is something that I love, because when something that's, like, negative is turned into something so beautiful and positive, and, like, we all have, good outlooks on life still after such like a terrible and traumatizing thing tragedy is Mm -hmm. the word that actually is really stuck in my brain from someone repeating it a lot but but it is it is it is so after something like that i'm glad that we can find the love within each other and surrounding us still and And it's still there
1: and you know what with that with with the love that's still there you're keeping lane
2: alive alive yeah i have her guinea pig
1: up to now, it's still alive.
2: Of course. What the heck? Of course, it's only—he uh, was only three months old when she had when she got him. Maybe, maybe three weeks. I don't really. Do you know. have little babies now? For the guinea No, pig? he's only like a year and six, seven months. It's like times
1: thirteen. Or but he's trying. so
2: cute. Can I show you a yeah. video?
1: Are you sure it's a guinea pig and not a hamster?
2: It's a guinea pig. Ooh. It's a guinea pig. Okay, I had attitude with that one because I know it's a <laughs> guinea pig. And I know it's not a hamster because she had a hamster. Because
1: when you say it's so cute, I'm like guinea pigs are this big. It's mean, so cute. No, because he's, ham- he's
2: short-haired. So he doesn't have the long hair. He's not huge.
1: Is he on a wheel? Please say no. I because if he's on a so wheel, loud. that's a hamster. No, he's not on a wheel.
2: He's too long for that.
1: Okay, there you go. Okay, that's a hamster.
2: That's not a hamster. If you tell me that's a hamster, I'm gonna kill you. That's not a hamster. That's a guinea pig.
1: Again, again, again. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hamsters
2: are very small. He's like this long in real life.
1: Is that a wait? Wait. Let me. Let me.
2: We're gonna take him to the vet, and I'm gonna get some. That's a guinea pig. That's a guinea pig.
1: Guys, you got you guys this size. Is that a hamster? You
2: Guys can't. Okay, you're going to have to meet him then because this isn't okay. fair. Mm, this isn't fair. I will not take hamster or are you trying to call him a
1: hamster. Lou's and like, I hope it's a kidney pig. <laughs> <thing." laughs>
2: she's like, she will kill you if it's not. <laughs>
1: okay, let's talk about Lou. The famous Lou Razon.
2: We got to get her on here.
1: I know. Can okay, help me out, Tom. Um. I need to get her on the show. I don't
2: want to push her. Though. I hope <laughs> she's watching. <laughs> I hope she's watching too.
1: Yeah. When you met her for the first time, because you told me that, um, and this is again, are we scripted? We're not scripted, right? There's no script, right?
2: If we were scripted, I'm sure we would have a different Conversa- conversation. Yeah. for sure. Okay, so I just you wanna, guys would know. You guys would know. And this is the
1: first time I am putting Lurazon on on the spot.
2: Oh wow. I mean,
1: only with me with, with you I don't
2: well, want her to hate me okay. no 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 but because
1: a while ago you mentioned that your mom and her had the conversation then finally here you are flying back and forth um, for the pageant when you met her for the first time and the reason why I'm asking because when JJ and I met Lou for the first time we were starting a business okay, and she was one of the f- the first people who believed in us when we were practically nobodies
2: I feel that
1: that's how she was to, to JJ and I when we started our own little project so how was it with you?
2: Well, I can kind of relate to how you feel. Like, this was my first pageant. I told her I had no prior experience, really only, like, theatrics, if you will, um, singing, dancing, um, gymnastics, like, sports. So I really – I don't know why she told me <laughs> it was a good idea, you know? Like, I'm sure she could just tell, like, um, from my Instagram, like, modeling-wise that um, I could – I maybe I could look the part, you know? But she didn't know that I could, like, really, like – do the part yet? You know, so she's she's here giving chances to people, yeah, Ooh, and it's like like definitely like telling them to find their own potential as well because she's not there like she wasn't holding my hand the whole time, you know. Like there are a lot of other girls in the pageants, so she's so helpful to each and every one of us in our own ways. But she's not also like um like rooting for any of us like specifically, you know. It's she hard, wants right? all of us. It's really hard for her because I know she loves all of us yeah. so much, but um. Yeah, so when i met her for the first time um it was just like i don't really remember like meeting her for the first time unless we were were, it was our practice actually okay but um i was just really excited and i think she just saw that and she saw that everyone was really excited and i'm sure it's i want her to like tell us like what it was like seeing us from the beginning until like we got to get
1: her her on the show
2: i know but i wish we had those answers but yeah, I just want to say like Lou really helped me out. And if she never reached out to me, I would never be here because I never would have done Miss Philippines USA. So, I'm really glad she saw something in me. How would you and the other girls as well?
1: How would you recommend or would you ever recommend little girls or girls to join a pageant like Miss Philippines USA?
2: Um, I would. If they're looking for something like I was to one find a, find something else to do two um reach one of your potentials or three leap outside your comfort zone like that's some this is something or four embrace your filipina culture like those are things that i got to do and i would not have been able to do if i didn't do this pageant so i sang for my talent <laughs> you sang for,
1: what song sang, did you what song did you sing
2: come on killing me softly are you serious yeah, that's a nice
1: song. Which yeah, but one? I butchered it. The one, the one time, two times, three times, or the original one? Oh
2: yeah,
1: the one time,
2: one time, one time. <laughs> two. Yeah, times. yeah, I had to do that because I had to go with my vibe. You know, if I was up there just like singing like acoustic, I probably would freak out because I haven't seen in years, and like my performance showed that for sure. But mm-hmm. it's all about being outgoing, showing personality. That's what talent is. It doesn't count for anything. You can just yes. get a title for it, most yes. talented. Um, did your and, friends
1: watch the pageant?
2: Oh yeah, I had so many people who were watching my Amen. pageant, like especially my sisters. Um, I'm just like, yeah, I'm really thankful for everyone who supported me throughout my pageant. Yeah, um, yeah I'm really thankful.
1: Okay, now here, you mentioned ex boyfriends. Ew. I know, right?
2: Yeah, well. The only thing I really I want to keep that short and sweet. Short and sweet, just because. It affected me like a lot, past boyfriends, everything like that. Also, it just like contributed to my depression and anxiety. Okay. So that's mostly what I would associate them with. Okay. um, So let's stop there. Yeah. Now,
1: moving forward, you have a lot of promising things going for you. Is there a space? Is there space for a guy in your life at this point in your life?
2: At this point? Oh my gosh. It is March 23rd, Wednesday, 930 uh, 2022 and yes. no, Samantha Frank is not looking for anything right now because you don't have to be looking. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. But what if someone? Oh, yeah, comes? no, no, no one's.
1: Oh. There's a difference, right? I
2: know, but it's like that happened to me like last time, and I was Woo-hoo. like, it was just too soon, and like I went with it, you know, and it just like I really should have set my boundaries there because I would have been. Everything happens for a reason, you know. I did that. I, I didn't set my boundaries. Like it worked. It didn't work. But. Oh my God! What was the question? There's just too many thoughts.
1: No, I mean you're per- perfect. That was perfect. But let's let's um like end it with if there, if I'm not saying the right person, but here you are. Oh
2: right, do I, I? Yeah, no, I don't feel like someone like if something came up like right now or like in time. You know what I mean? I'm not completely opposed to it, but I need someone who's able to completely do the same thing that I'm doing as in terms of like they want to focus on themselves as well yes and it would be something completely different than what i've ever experienced i've had a lot of toxic relationships that's why anxiety depression you know like so it would be something well i'm 19 you know that i can't really fuck around for much longer there's really like it's not something i want to do like people fuck around until they're like 30 yep, like, and that's, b- not, but, just, you that's know, just but, not the life i want to live but
1: you know what you're doing good because apparently you've again not to remind you but you know this you're just not talking about it you've accomplished more at, at 19 than what i guess all of us in the room have accomplished that's at not true. 19, 19
2: well we were all in different places in our lives given different opportunities yeah different we, were families. All in, we were all in
1: the philippines at 19 no, just kidding.
2: <laughs> that's crazy too um That's insane. Like, also thinking about how many more opportunities did you have moving from the Philippines to here, California, you know what I mean? That's exactly what moving from New York to California did for me. I had those doors, but I needed to open them and be able to enter them. Mm. So, living in New York, the doors were there. I could easily access them, but it's just like being in California, I can walk right through them. I can open them myself.
1: Yeah. Does it mean that California is easier than New York?
2: In terms of... Like, is Frank
1: Sinatra correct when he said, if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere? Or is California the same as New York in terms of challenges and opportunities?
2: I just think in general, if you believe in yourself and what you stand for, people like that. People want they, people want the confidence, you know, they want to be able to know that you're confident in yourself and that will lead them to be confident in you. And yeah, like moving, like being in New York, I presented that. So people were able to see like, okay, even being from New York, you get like a hard shell, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I was not like really making it there, like being an actor, actress, whatever, like, but I was able to do the stepping stones, like, have, have those steps completed in my journey in New York in order to, like, move up to the next level, if that makes sense.
1: Makes perfect sense.
2: Okay, good. I'm glad I'm making sense.
1: So, Sam, how are you?
2: Truly, um, I'm doing a little bit better since I cried, you know. Um, I feel good. I'm glad I'm here right now. I'm trying to give an honest. Likewise. Sp- not just like, oh, I'm okay, you know. But, um... Yeah, I'm I'm doing good right now. And in my life right now, I'm happy with where I am. I'm, I'm content.
1: And we are happy for you too. Ladies and gentlemen, Samantha Frank, everybody.
2: Oh, yay!
1: Thanks, Sam. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. Thank you for having me. Thank you, LuraZone. Yes! Every link will be in the description, so please just click on that. Take a moment. Also, her social media links will be there. So just join us. Follow me.
2: Thank you. Oh my God, that was so.